One. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're now on Red Circle as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Also, we're on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe. Also, check out Five Reasons sports.com and check us out on playback that's at playback.tv www.playback.tv backslash 5rsn that's the number 5rsn that's where you can watch the game with us comment chat sometimes we bring people to the stage as long as you're assigned up to a tv provider it is free so check it out at www.playback.tv backslash 5rsn and greg Sylvander is going to be with me here on the podcast he's hosting there tonight with Matteo, Gabe, and others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Also, check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. That includes Prize Picks. Use the code five F I V E. Get that initial deposit matched up to a hundred dollars. You can download it from PrizePicks.com, the Google Play Store, or the Apple App Store. And again, if you just use the code five F I V E, you get that initial deposit matched up to a hundred dollars. You can start playing fantasy sports right away. Two, three, four, five, six players. You just play the props up or down. You can play NBA. NFL, MLB, NHL, esports, it's all there. Golf, tennis, everything. Go to prizepicks.com, use code 5. And now, today's episode. Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. Quick preview episode. I've got Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick and at Five Reasons Sports. Recording this on Saturday morning. Later tonight, the Miami Heat will play their first playoff home game of this year. Although it feels like there's been more because they had two play-in games here and those don't really count. You can't even find them in the stats anywhere. They just, they just, they like disappeared into the, into the ether, but the heat of course split those two games. They also split the two games in Milwaukee, really, really good performance in game one, really, really bad performance in game two. They currently have the worst defensive rating of any of the teams in the playoffs right now. And they're trying to recover from the loss of Tyler hero, for essentially the rest of the postseason, just had surgery uh, earliest he'd be back as the finals. And of course, that doesn't look particularly likely. But Greg, we're not going to focus on all of the negative today. We're, I, what I want to get into is is this. And this can be anything. OK, it can be anything. What do you want to see from them? And, and I'm, I'm saying this because I'm watching the Knicks yesterday. And, and I know for Heat fans, that's a tough thing to do. And there's just such a spirit and energy with that team. Mm-hmm. Um, and even that franchise right now. And I know some of it is a result of 25 years of no hope, basically, right? <laughs> I mean, you make the finals in 99. And since then, with the exception of a couple of seasons, it's just been disaster. I mean, embarrassing owner, lots of bad signings, wasted the Carmelo and Amari eras, Um you know, terrible draft picks, all the rest of this stuff. And I'm just watching that last night, though, and I'm seeing a team that is, like, fit for its city, right? Like, I mean, I lived there for a while. I was born there. But, like, guys like Josh Hart and Jalen Brunson, and, and I mean, you got Josh Hart, you know, he's 
uh, you know, he's braided and, you know, New York for the, you know, the Yankees logo, you know, <laughs> um, you know, Brunson is going over and, you know, slapping five with John Starks. Okay. And Bernard King, like, it's just, a, it's, it, it, there's a, there's an energy there. That energy has been missing in Miami for most of the season. This team hasn't really embodied its franchise for most of the year, but they do come back one, one. I just don't feel it. Right. Like usually you go and you get a split somewhere, you come back and there's real enthusiasm. Are you feeling any of that? And and what do you want to see from them tonight? Well, it's funny because uh, you're you're asking me um, to psychoanalyze myself as a fan and, and I'll have fun doing that for a moment to give you an idea of how excited I am for tonight's game. I woke up at 4 a.m. Uh, and hopped out of bed and started doing tasks around my house because that's how I get down on a playoff home game in a 1-1 series. Um, so I am excited about it, but obviously that comes from the fact that I just love heat playoff basketball. What do I want to see from them? Obviously, we've been talking about this team's disposition all season, and so I think it would be such a simple, low-hanging fruit answer for me to say, I want to see them come out and play with intensity and grit. So obviously, that is inherent in the fact that they're in the playoffs in a 1-1 series, and the winner of Game 3 when a, in a tied 1-1 series goes on to win the series 73% of the time and just straight up. Like if you don't even look at like what happens in game one or two, if you're up to one, you win 82% of the time. If you just look historically in a series. So it's a huge game. I want them to show up for it. I want um, them to make Milwaukee feel them. So that either means that they're going to, play really good and look sharp and impress us. Or even if it's in the mud and that's the type of game it is, I just want to make sure that it's not a parade to the rim, that it's not a situation where they're doing high fives and butt slaps because they're getting open threes. And, you know, it's just like a, a, a complete ridiculous show, like what we saw in game two. So that's it for me. Make them feel them. The no layup rules should be intact for tonight. Uh, if any Heat official is listening, we should implement the no layup rule for game three and four. How about it? Well, and if that's the case, then I want to see the reactions of, of Riley and, and Zoe and uh, and Andy and Adam Simon as, as it's going on there, you know, as they sit behind the basket. Because too often this year, as I've watched the four of them, it's looked like <laughs> they're, try they're trying to hold in their frustration from the way that the team is, is, uh, is competing and, and performing. I, and I'm with you. And I, I feel like, you know, again, as more an observer than a fan, but somebody who's done this now since, what, 1996 and covered a ton of these playoff games, I still get excited for playoff games, okay? It's different. Um, you know, people do, obviously, you know, everybody jokes about the Heat fans being there late. It's a Saturday night. I feel like they'll be on time tonight. Fridays, that Friday at 7 o'clock last week was really difficult. You're coming off of the floods. Uh, again, Friday, 7 o'clock in Miami. Nobody schedules that on purpose, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's not... That's not ideal. I, I feel like people will be into it when they get there tonight. But there's been this sort of negative in inevitability about this season, right? Yes. Like we, we, you know, and, and so it's just like, okay, it's going to end. Just when does it end? How does it end? How painful does it end? When can we get to them making changes? Like that has been, we have basically done four months of podcasts related to that. When we started to figure out that this team did not have what they had last year. And that was fairly apparent a month or six weeks into the season. It's like, okay, 
Get to the 20 game mark. All right, get to the 30 game mark. Okay, get to the trade deadline. Okay, nothing's happening. We know where this is headed. And so because of that, if we've been too negative on the podcast, I apologize because we obviously we want to keep your attention. We want to keep your hope. That's part of what we try to do here. Hope that this organization, which has so many times before done the right things to make the right changes, to put themselves in position to compete, to be one of the teams. Riley always talks about that. You know, everybody talks about winning and mi- or misery with him, and I know that was his famous quote. Uh, but also with him, he, he always used to talk about this. He just said, we want to be one of those teams. We want to be yeah. one of those teams that can contend for a championship. Last year, they were one of those teams. You're this right. year, they've not felt like one of those teams. And, you know, you look at some of the teams around the league, and we'll do a deeper dive on this, you know, going forward. You look at some of the other things that have happened in the playoffs and who some of those teams are. And a lot of it is luck. I mean, look, the Clippers could have been one of those teams. Kawhi can't stay healthy. Okay. It's really that simple. Paul George can't stay healthy. I mean, so in some cases, it's just health. Memphis, I thought they were one of those teams. Maybe they still could be, but without Steven Adams, I don't think they're one of those teams. They're a different team uh, without him overall, but even more so without him than without John ja Morant. Uh, you look at, uh, you know, the, the, the teams in the Eastern Conference, we kind of knew. That ultimately Atlanta, I don't know they had a good win last night, okay, but ultimately Atlanta, the Nets were not going to be able to compete with the the two top teams in the East and and uh, and and even in, in or, or the top three teams in the East in Philadelphia's case. But we we've kind of known, even though the Heat had you know what they were top ten in the league in wins or whatever, we knew, kind of knew they were not one of those teams. And so I feel again like I don't want to overhype tonight. Um, and say, well, you know, this feels to me like some past playoff series where there was a real chance. I'll do that part. Don't worry, Ethan. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll let you handle that. I just, I just, like you said, I just want them to create, honestly, a fun atmosphere in there tonight with some energy in the way that they did, you know, in the second half of that Chicago game where they really gave a damn. You know what I mean? And um, where it was okay trying to finish this thing out, and 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 in a lot of ways. In so many ways, it starts with Jimmy. And I I feel like what's what's kind of happening here is if this does not end in a title in Jimmy's era, and the odds are against it. I mean, there's 30 teams in the NBA. A lot of those teams have gotten better over time. Miami has significant work to do this offseason. And as we've chronicled, as Barry Jackson has chronicled, as others chronicled, they don't have – they're not in the best position to do it, okay? If Victor Oladipo opts into his contract and – you know, you're essentially in a hard cap type of situation. You have to move Kyle Lowry to be able to do anything. You may not be able to do that, um, or Duncan and or Duncan Robinson. They're not in a great position uh, to get themselves back up to the top. Um, so it is feeling to me like the Jimmy Butler era is going to go down as one of those what could it have been eras of the Heat, similar to what the first Zoe era was. Okay. Can we um, give him one more summer? Come on now, one more. Well, we're gonna we're 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 going to obviously because we I mean we because that's what we do. But I'm saying that they're not in the best. It's not like they're they're sitting there flush. It's not like 2010. Okay, where, oh for sure. No, the decks where, aren't where, clear. I get it. The, the, the decks are not clear at all, and and it's not. And it, it, it may be very challenging to clear those decks, no matter how skilled certain people in that front office may be. I mean that you ha- other things have to break right. So what I'm saying is we could end up in a situation where really what this is going to be about is, you know, Heat fans remembering, you know, how hard Jimmy tried to get them over the finish line. And ultimately it wasn't enough, but we made a lot of memories along the way. And, and, and so if that's the case, if that's what this season is ultimately going to be, 
make another memory along the way. That's kind of, and and it gets back to we, we you know I keep citing you know heat people of the past or or in Riley's case the past and present, uh, but it gets back to what what Dwayne always used to talk about and and he even even when he came back recently he talked about it. It's about moments. It's about can Jimmy create another moment tonight or on Monday? Can he make this series more competitive? Can he get uh, the national media in some ways to pay attention to this because they are not okay? They are not. They're they're. And, and I don't blame them. Okay, last year I blamed them. Last year I was like, this is number one seed in the East. Why is nobody talking about this team? This year I wouldn't talk about this team, okay, <laughs> nationally. And I so I haven't made that an issue the entire season. But I, as I, th- they're passing over this series, they're hardly even discussing it. It's all just when is Giannis back to finish this thing off? And so whether Giannis plays tonight or not, I, I, and that's questionable as we speak here, I just want to see – I want to see another Jimmy moment this season. Um because they're for for any you know he's not we all we talk about this he's not the easiest to deal with inside the organization there's you know there's always something that i hear about or this or that and they, but the reality is he's the one ultimately that is the has, it, we'll see what bam becomes but right for right now jimmy jimmy's the driving force of this of this team of this franchise no doubt. Yeah, and and so I I, I just want to see it. I want to see, and and there is a love affair between Jimmy Butler and this and this town um, that is different than the love affair they've had with some of the other players. With Dwayne, with Zoe, they were always out in the community. That's not so much Jimmy here. Um, there was an accessibility with Dwayne that there really isn't with Jimmy. Jimmy's funny as hell. <laughs> Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy's, Jimmy presents some of them. Um, right, but 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 it's there's... just different. It's just different. And there's one other thing I want to sneak in here as as we start to wrap up um, that makes this interesting because you 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 went to Jimmy and I wholeheartedly agree that like this is about Jimmy making moments and his greatness and 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 that's part of what we're watching right now and how far he can actually push this thing. But also, when we talk about the top players, heroes out, I feel like Bam Adebayo has a big old magnifying glass on him for the rest of this series because mm-hmm. of what happened the last time they played Milwaukee. The fact that Giannis has been out or maybe limited. Like, I feel like if Bam comes up short in the balance of this series, it's going to leave the heat with loud noises this offseason about who is the right player next to Jimmy as the number two. And I hate to even bring that up because y'all know that I am the Bam out of bio number one fan, but I just can't escape the reality of that. I feel like that's also looming. So really when heat fans are prepping mentally for this game, it's watching your best players and it's seeing how they produce. And to me, there is some explanatory power in seeing how they, um, you know, come up in this, uh, in this home stretch. And and the other part of this too, is that the Tyler thing has kind of taken care of itself now. So it, it yep. there is going to be even more scrutiny on BAM because there's not going to be as much scrutiny on Tyler for performance. There is going to be conversation about availability, which I think in this case is stupid. And it gets back to, and you know, after the break, I got one more thing to go to before we close. I, I I go back to the, the thing with Tua, okay, where there was criticism of, of Tua's availability for things that there shouldn't have been criticism about because some of it was freak stuff. Like, you know, again, he, he hurt his fingers, okay, in a freak situation, okay, and all the rest of this. 
Now, when you're talking about Tua and the concussions, that's a different story. Not to blame him, but that's a legitimate conversation to have. Can you extend a player and give him, you know, Jalen Hurts? And I know we're switching to football every second. Jalen Hurts type money. Okay, when you can't count on him to be available, okay, not his fault. Like I know he's he's figuring out how to fall now better, but like not his fault. But it's just, it's a legitimate conversation to have. I, I don't go there with Tyler Hero because it's not. I mean, again, slamming your fingers into the into the floor, yeah. going for a loose Luke ball, whether you should. Right. It's just it's just stuff that happens. It's not. That's a different conversation than say. Kawhi Leonard, okay, who whose knee seems to be like a persistent problem, either his knee or his willingness to play through knee pain, one or the other, okay, seems to be a consistent uh, issue here for the course of his career. Like that's that's an availability <laughs> question. Paul George has had some repeat stuff, okay. It's an availability question with Tyler. I again, that was a freak thing. He was playing hard. You can say whether it was the smartest play or not. So it's not that, but it does take Tyler a little bit out of the spotlight here. And now it's actually more so uh, more in a positive sense of, okay, this is why you miss Tyler. Like this is what he was providing that we weren't really, that we were kind of taking for granted. Like bam, like there's nowhere to hide right now. Like it, like it is what it is. Like it's either, like you said, either he's going to emerge as a clear, you know, one, two punch with Jimmy, not just defensively, but offensively to help carry them to make this competitive, to take it seven games or possibly to win it or whatever, or he doesn't. And either way, the the spotlight is going to be blinding on him. And I, so I'm with you on that. So I want to see Bam be really good. And you know why? And I just mean it because I like Bam, honestly. And, I, and I'm like you. I wanted to succeed with Bam. I think he represents the community in a terrific way. He's homegrown in terms of being drafted by them. He's the best, second best player they've ever drafted. I want to see it work. Okay, and I think when you and I have been critical at times, it's coming from that place. It's we want to see it, right? So, so uh, you know, but but again, there's going to be a spotlight on him. All right, when before we close here, we're going to give you our thoughts on what we think will happen tonight. Um, Before we do something we think should happen for you, you should have some fun. You should have a gaming party. Okay, have you ever heard of Miami gaming parties? It just became a sponsor of ours. Maybe we'll get one together right after the season is over here. Check out MiamiGamingParties.com. They deliver private custom video game tournaments for gamers and their lucky guests. Truly custom. You pick the game in the package. Premium or black tie VIP for 8 to 16 people. They bring it all, everything from PS5s to trophies for the winner. Play at home or at a venue of your choosing and get a free on-site consultation. Birthday party, bachelor party, anniversary NBA Finals Party. Who knows? Okay, a corporate event. Check them out. MiamiGamingParties.com. Again, that's MiamiGamingParties.com. Also want to mention our gambling partner, uh, as opposed to our gaming partner. It's BetterEdge. Go to BetterEdge.com. Use the code 5RSN. That's the number 5RSN at BetterEdge. Sign up there. You get $20 to play. This is peer-to-peer legalized sports betting. That's right. It's legal in 44 states. They're based in Minneapolis, not Costa Rica. They're legal in this country. Okay, nothing against Costa Rica, but, you know, you, you don't try to find your money four weeks later. Um, not that I've ever tried to do that. Miami, <laughs> Better Edge, I'm sorry, Better Edge. Use the code 5RSN. Use the code 5RSN and play today. We've got tournaments there all the time and in concert with one of our partners over at the NBA Central. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, 
How would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. All right, uh, tonight, 7.30, Saturday. Everybody's gonna be dressed up. Um, you know, it's like, this is... Uh, this is the pre-party, right, in Miami. You, Saturday night, 7.30, and then when it's over, you hit Hyde or whatever, and then you go down to South Beach. You know, when I was young, I used to do that. I no longer am. You're putting um, on a sport coat tonight, Ethan? I might. I might. I might. I might. I, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm going to get Brady to put on a sport coat when he's down there, too. Um, it's a playoff game. It's a playoff game. It's an game. ESPN still- playoff game, too. It's not NBA TV, so it's it, it's, it's it, a good it, one. It, it's graduated. We graduated back to the big time. Um, here, here's how I see this. This is a little bit of a cop out. We saw them come down here without Giannis twice. They beat them twice in the regular season, but they did not have middle game three for, for always in these situations is when, when the whole, not always, most of the time when, when, when we know that the bucks are better. Okay. They're better overall. Um, and typically, the home team does fight in the game three where they come back home. But typically, this is the game that turns on something late and the road team steals it and kind of asserts itself in the series. I, I feel like that's what happens tonight. I think you're going to get a better defensive effort from the Heat overall because it couldn't be worse, okay? And and you don't have the natural tendency to just relax like they did. Like, we got the split, you know, psychologically, whether you say it or not. That's what happens. We got the split. They're making every single three. Let's go home. Okay. So you don't have that tonight. I think they're going to compete better. I think they'll do a better job on Brooke. I do think there's going to be a starting lineup change. I think uh, you and I both think it's going to be Kevin Love. We'll see. It could be Highsmith. It could be Martin. It could be, they could keep it the same. I don't think he's going to do that with Robinson. It could be Oladipo. I think that's unlikely. Um, I think he does make some kind of a change there. Um, I, I just I just have a hard time seeing uh, unless they unless they have one of these uh, again with Milwaukee there was it was a slight variance from not slight but it was a variance from what they typically do with their three point shooting they were better than they usually are but they can shoot in that space the Heat shooting fifteen of twenty five in game one from three was a real anomaly the way they've shot the ball this year so unless the Heat produce something akin to that again I really do have a hard time. Uh, seeing them get both at home. And my tendency is to think Milwaukee comes in and they have championship aspirations. I think they come in and get this one tonight. Now, whether Miami can reset it in game in game four, again, a lot of that will depend on Giannis's availability, et cetera. But I, I, I would expect the Bucs to, to win tonight. I think it may look a little bit, you know, like that first game where remember the Heat got Kevin Love and and then they threw him in the starting lineup against Milwaukee and right after the All Star break and that didn't go very well. I could see a similar scenario tonight. 
Well, I think everything you said will be applicable, but I would apply it to game four. I think mm-hmm. that game three, this is the the game. And historically, if you look at Heat teams that were not um, home favorites to start the series, so they started out you know, on the road and then came back to Miami, they usually get those game threes. Uh, and I, I now I'm going to go down that rabbit hole and, and look back through all of those. So I'm expecting them to get this game. And then exactly what you described will likely take place in game four. Then obviously game five is an avalanche in Milwaukee. And then, you know, where are we? We're in a game six where maybe then Milwaukee puts the, the final uh, clamps on Miami because of the fact that they're that much better. And maybe Giannis can settle in. That would be like maybe my trajectory for the series. But as we get hyper-focused on tonight, for me, I actually think they come out with a really big time effort. And I think that they shoot the ball better than we expect them to. And this is the game that they get. And then all bets are off for game four. I, I know you're not necessarily, you don't follow hockey that closely. Um, but I did, I was watching the Panther game yesterday. Kind yeah. of out of the corner. I watched corner the playoffs. My, right. I, I was watching out of the corner of my eye last night while we were, we were doing playback on the Knicks game and, and everything else. I feel like the Heat are going to have a similar situation to the Panthers last night. Um, again, Boston team with championship aspirations, even more dominant. Uh, the the Bruins were than much more dominant than the Bucks were this season. Yes. Um, come back after a split against an eight seed that has some really good players: Kachuk, Barkov, Verhage, Butler, Adebayo. I mean, it's not it's not an eight seed without talent. Okay, Panthers should have been better than an eight seed this year, probably. Uh, but they can't, they just took, they just took control. And, and um, you know, and then, and the stuff I was hearing from the Panthers after the game, I'm fearful that I'm going to hear that from heat players after this game, <laughs> um, you know, that they played really well. They can, that's the kind of stuff that, that we were hearing last night. We'll see. Um, I don't think either of us is expecting the heat to take both of these. I think the idea here is make this a series, give us some moments, particularly on the home floor, Give the fans some moments, more importantly than us, um, and and try to try to get this thing back to Milwaukee two two, where there's still you never know what can happen. Okay, so weird to say get one of two at home, but I feel like if, if they came out of this through Monday, depending on what the up and down circumstances were, but you're playing without Tyler, we'll see what happens with Giannis, and you and I are doing a podcast Monday and Tuesday, and we're saying they got a two two series going up to Milwaukee. I don't know that they win it from there. I still wouldn't pick them to win it from there. Two out of three will be in Milwaukee. But you'll take okay. it. But you'll take it. You'll, the way this season has gone, you will take you will take being two and two in the first round and seeing where things can go. So we'll see if they can make it interesting. I just want to see more Jimmy moments tonight because he is he's such an unusual superstar in this town uh, that there, there's a connection to him that's built purely off his play, I feel like. And and that's that's different from some of the others. It's just that he fans feel like if he wants to, and he does at this time of year, he can will them somewhere, even if they don't deserve to be willed there. <laughs> and, I, it's and, true. And, and and it really is. It's, it's watching he fans when Jimmy goes to the scorers table in the fourth quarter for the last time. And that anticipation of, okay, is he, is his crazy ass really going to carry them to the finish line tonight? Like that's the feeling in the building. And I want to I want to feel that see that tonight. I think that'll be that'll be fun. All right, check out um, again playback 
Also subscribe to Off the Floor. You can do that at winnow.app backslash off the floor. Uh, we know trans, uh, Twitter's in a little bit of turmoil right now, so we'll still give you content there, but we want to give it to our, our most loyal followers. So we're going to give you more over at Off the Floor. You don't need a check mark for that. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.